Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black moustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. The best walk-up song on Saturday Suckage. Actually, the best walk-up song anywhere. Welcome in, welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. Mike Esposito in for Grody. Steve Rosenblum here, and we welcome that walk-up. The voice of God, John Facenda, welcomes the score to the Scores Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, Mark Gonzalez. Gonzo, welcome back. How are you? I'm okay. Thanks for remembering me and bringing me back. Yeah, you're here. We're talking baseball. The Cubs, they, they, went to, they went to the meetings and they came back with Wade Miley, which seems like sort of Zach Davies with less suck. So what does the Wade Miley thing tell you, if anything, and what, what could Cub fans expect? Well, I guess it's unfortunate that, uh, or maybe it is. It would be fortunate if uh, Anthony Rizzo signed with a, a National League Central contender because he's only hitting 200 lifetime against Miley, who used to give the Cubs fits. <laughs> however, however, there's a lot more that will go into this team other than the addition of Wade Miley. I do like the signing. I think it's really, I think it's low risk at this point. This guy can give him innings. And then uh, we'll take inventory around uh, July 1st and see if he's uh, going to be moved for a younger player or you keep him along for the ride. Yeah, Gonzo. I mean, he had a, he had a nice season for Cincinnati, 12-7, and 7, 28 starts. Uh, he pitched a great game at Wrigley Field uh, toward the end of the season there. And, and as you said, this is a guy that's going to eat innings. It's their biggest need starting pitching. And uh, depending on how the offseason goes, as you said, and, or depending on how next season goes, I mean, uh, you very easily could, could move him at the deadline um, under a one-year contract. There's not a long-term anything there. You're just on the hook for the 10 mil, and you have plenty of money if you're the Cubs. Yeah, and also a uh, uh, previous show, Bruce Levine brought up a pretty interesting point about uh, Ian Happ and kind of breaking down his, his pluses and minuses and the fact that um, teams are inquiring about him, and, and Bruce had mentioned uh, if you can get back young uh, controllable starting pitching, um, that's another consideration because, uh, let's face it, the Cubs need a lot of starting pitching, and if you can get it that's young, talented, and controllable, uh, that's something they've been searching for since 
You know, I remember uh, 2014 after they traded uh, Emilio Bonifacio and James Russell <laughs> for <Nice>. Victor Caratini. <laughs> and Jed Hoyer made a declaration saying, hey, we're now going to try to get young, controllable starting pitching for the next uh, 18 to 24 months. Well, that didn't happen unless you count Mike Montgomery. So uh, this has been a long mission for this organization. And I think if they can uh, add a couple of young, controllable starting pitchers, uh, why not go for it? You played the Emilio Bonifacio card. Yeah, I did. That's how, Wow. Uh, some, things are, some things I can remember. I can't remember my pin numbers, but I can remember that deal. There you go. <laughs> All right. So speaking of starting pitching, I saw an interesting piece come out of Toronto a couple weeks ago that uh, they, a writer there listed an under-the-radar potential move of the Blue Jays getting Kyle Hendricks. And whatever might that might take, that might take. I don't know if you. What do you think of that? That whole idea, Kyle Hendricks. And look, anybody can be traded, depending what the offer is. I don't know where that stands, but given the fact that that he's terrific in that role as that guy, he's still not a power pitcher. The Cubs seem to want to go that way, get back that way. What do you think of that idea? And and is Hendricks is Hendricks a chip? <laughs> well, you remember going back to the days of moving Jeff Samarja, where they were talking about all the young pitching uh, the Blue Jays had, and how the Cubs wanted two of their pitchers, including uh, Stroman, and I think there was another uh, reliever, uh, Aaron, maybe it was Aaron Sanchez or something. So um, they've done that dance before, but uh, in the case of Kyle, I think everything for the Cubs is on the table. Uh, so I'd hate to give up Kyle because he's, uh, gives you innings. He's also a guy that pitchers look to in terms of how to get better, but, uh, let's face it. They're not going to win the world series next year. Um, they need young arms and if, and if there's a deal there, then go for it. But, um, it's a hypothetical, uh, I, I see him staying here, but you always got to listen. Gonzo, we uh, we talked a lot last season as the Cubs played out the string. A lot of the guys were getting their first chances or their first extended chances at playing time. You know, we had fun with the Schwindy City and Frank Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom was hitting home runs. But what uh, or which of those guys do you figure will see significant playing time for the Cubs in 2022? Is Schwindel your first baseman? Is Wisdom your third baseman next year? Well, I think Wisdom, uh, to me, comes to the forefront. I just think there's a, a bigger body of work there. Um, certainly, Schwindel, uh, I think, has earned the right to get a shot at first base and, and sees at least half the playing time. Uh, it, it's always dangerous when uh, you evaluate guys, especially in the second half and, and late in the second half. But this guy seemed to get better, and I think that's a big feather in his cap and something the Cubs have to consider as they look at this team next year, I think he's earned that. And uh, the fact that he probably saw a lot of things coming at him at different times in the second half, and, and you know, he was less of a mystery, but he, he answered every time. So I, I think he's earned that, that playing time that, that should be coming his way. We're talking with Mark Gonzalez. We're talking baseball here on The Score. Gonzo, you can read him in the in the Daily Herald, and we're talking baseball, Cubs baseball specifically. The Cubs, I think, quit last year when they traded in December when they traded you Darvish. They just announced themselves as we're quitting, and eventually they waited until they could dump every big name, everybody you ever loved. And other teams didn't, but but it worked out differently. The Cardinals, Cardinals went for it. Dodgers went for it. The Dodgers beat the Cardinals, so the Cardinals played one more game going for it and the Dodgers played one more series and the Braves who were 0.3% to win the World Series at the All-Star break won the World Series so those three teams going for it now it doesn't mean it's sustained success but it means the Braves now have as many World Series as the Cubs do what do you make of the way those teams approached it did the Cubs make a mistake should the Cubs have continued to to make moves to stay in it? Is it is that ownership dictating that we're going to quit now and the general managers are going to have to answer for this this nonsense? 
Where do we? How do you view that in light of what the Cardinals did, which was, you know, barely more than what the Cubs got by the time the season was over? Well, I still stand by my position that they should have started uh, moving some guys after 2018, because certainly the offense was broken. Um, they needed to make changes. Instead, they they threw the hitting coach under the bus, um, and these guys really haven't gotten that much better. I mean, in the case of Chris Bryant, he had injuries, but, um, you know, and Javi had a great 2018, but the team regressed with the same core, and they weren't going to sign uh, long-term extensions. So at some point you had to do something. I just felt at that point they should have started moving guys around, for one, get something more than just a a middle-of-the-road minor league player or one guy that might have – one or two tools, but not five tools, and also serve notice to the rest of the roster that uh, you guys are too content. Let's let's uh, we're going to shake things up, and either you're on board or you're not. And uh, shift into what the Dodgers and and Braves did. Uh, uh, tip of the cap to them because uh, you know I think Anthopolis, the Braves GM, really read hit the division very well because he knew. His team was struggling, but he also knew they were going to get better just based on, on some of the starting pitching they already had. Uh, the fact that, you know, the Nats were, were, were a mess. Uh, the Marlins were the Marlins. Phillies always have bullpen problems. Uh, and the Mets are the Mets. And the Mets came back to earth probably quicker than I thought they would, but nevertheless they did. And Anthopoulos really did a great job of addressing the outfield situation getting guys who were, were rentals and not giving up too much in, in the meantime. So uh, tip of the cap to him. And in the case of the Dodgers, um, they went for it big, you know, going after the Nationals, two big ticket guys in Turner and, and, and Scherzer. And I think looking forward, I think a lot of teams should be looking at the Oakland A's and, and their three starting pitchers that might be available, you know, Bassett, Montez, and Minaya. I, I think that's, that's the team that a lot of ball clubs should be looking at if they're looking to upgrade, uh, especially with starting pitching. Yeah, and we, we talk about free agency coming in too, Gonzo, and you have a lot of familiar faces out there. You mentioned the core that uh, um, you know the Cubs got the World Series out of, but that uh, you look and, and none of them are here now. And I know Schwarber had a nice year uh, in Washington and slash Boston last year, but as you look into uh, the future, how do you see free agency playing out for those guys, Schwarber and then uh, the, the Rizzo, Bryant, Baez trio? Where, where do you see those guys landing this offseason? Well, I think Schwarber is going to do pretty well for himself uh, compared to last offseason. Uh, he really redeemed himself, did pretty well. He just got to stay uh, healthy. You know, he had the, the bout of COVID, which was unfortunate. Uh, but I think he really helped his stock. Uh, Javier Baez, that's going to be an interesting study because um, he's kind of a polarizing guy. He finished strong uh, at the plate, actually started drawing walks uh, with more frequency. But yet, you know, there's a tendency to swing from the the fence quite a bit. Um, His defense, uh, I thought, was subpar here with the Cubs at shortstop. A lot of uh, errors that were were correctable, and and it just didn't happen here. I think he made like – 13 of his 18 errors were throwing errors that were, you know, correctable. But he looked good at second base uh, with the Mets. So uh, that's another dimension there. Uh, In the case of Chris Bryant, that's going to be an interesting one. I think he does do well for himself, uh, but it might not be uh, the the figure uh, money-wise on an annual salary that I think some have speculated. But He's certainly that Swiss Army knife that everybody's looking for now. And in the case of Anthony Rizzo, uh, I see him staying on the East Coast. Um, He'd be a pretty good fit with the Yankees where he finished up. Uh, Don't rule out the Red Sox, his first organization. Now, the annual salary, that's another issue, too, because, you know, first baseman, other than Freeman, it's kind of a, you know, homogenous bunch where uh, you can put anybody out there. I, I, I hate to say that because... You know, first baseman, there's a lot that goes into that position other than just taking throws from your infielders. But um, I think also Anthony's got, got a little bit to prove, too, because he's kind of tailed off the last couple of years. 
I love you talking about first base, Gonzo, because every time I hear about first base and what goes into it, I think of Moneyball. And I think of uh, Brad Pitt and the guy playing Ron Washington sitting in Chris Pratt's playing, he's playing Scott Hatterberg's living room going, it's first base. It's easy to play first base, isn't it, Wash? Tell him, Wash. No, it's hard to play first base. And Ron Washington finally got a World Series ring, a third base coach of the Braves. And so many people in baseball were so happy for him. because he's. You know who else did that nobody's talking about? Who? They got a ring. Greg Walker, roving hitting instructor for the Braves. And if the Braves do what other organizations do, they'll reward him with a ring. So how about that? Wow, nice. White Sox can't wait to fire him after this year's playoffs when they guys didn't hit. <laughs> oh, Gonzo, on. thanks for <laughs> thanks for your time, Gonzo. We appreciate it. Thank All you. All right, take care. Thanks, Mark, Mark Gonzalez, read him in the Daily Herald. Read him, MD Gonzalez, on Twitter. He's terrific. So later on this hour, we are going to replay the Justin Fields interview, the one he sat down, he did with with uh, Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. We'll replay that. But before that, we have other things. To get to, so Alex Caruso, Bulls, new Bulls cult hero. He has um, a Christmas gift list for you. And uh, Catherine O'Hara in a Christmas, certainly a Christmas classic movie, is now doing a commercial that I think is just really smart. The Hall of Fame got some, the Hall of Fame got a gift from one of its champions that is just perfect. I can't wait to see this display. And um, and we'll hear from a classic Thanksgiving drop and Neil Young, the story of one of his one of his greatest songs. I don't know if you knew this, but we're going to we're going to go over this, Espo, knowing that you're a musicologist. I I know this now and I'm excited about it. So that's it. That's what we're going to do. And we have Justin Fields coming up later on this hour. Saturday suckage. Trying hard. Still sucking. We suck so you don't have to. It's a public service. It's We're givers, not takers. We're pleasers, not teasers. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It sucks, and it freebases. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You guys suck. 
We do. Saturday suckage. It's an all-star suckage lineup. Mike Esposito in for Grody, who was in for Espo, who was in for Jordan Burnfield, who was listening earlier, who was in for Rain, Wayne Randazzo, who he couldn't decide if he was a wedgie or a noogie guy, <laughs> if he prefer what was going to happen in that booth with... We need to get Wayne on. Was he more worried about the wedgie or the noogie from AJ? And then before that was Brian Farouk. And before that, Saturday suckage, it didn't suck because it was Dave Baum, the chat champ. He was there. He was golden. So, absolutely. All right. Um, Espo, the, the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum tweeted something out that showed a wonderful sense of humor. It received a package this week. And so the, it posted this video on, on Twitter. And it's a box, so you see the hands opening the box. And then when the box is opened, it's bubble wrap. So they rip the bubble wrap open. And then it's a manila envelope that says HOF. And then they open the manila envelope to reveal the contents. And the contents are, what do you think? You got me. I, I did not see this video, and I am eagerly awaiting the A pearl result. necklace. <laughs> from Jack from Peterson? Former Cub Jock Peterson sent the Hall of Fame. From nice. the world champion Atlanta Braves sent the Hall of Fame a pearl necklace that he proudly wore and started a whole tradition that will, a tradition unlike any other. You think the Masters is that? Wearing pearls in the World Series and winning the damn thing. So <laughs> his pearls, I assume, will be displayed. But the Hall of Fame grace, gratefully and gracefully accepted it and did a wonderful bit promoting it. Yes. The, Peterson the, 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 the best with Jock Peterson is, you know, we're watching the World Series here at, at the house. And, and my uh-huh. wife turns to me and said, you know, because she knows it's Jock Peterson. And. Uh, we're watching the game, and she's like, and I hadn't even noticed. She's like, why is Jock Peterson wearing pearls? And I'm like, I have no, I have no idea. But uh, at uh, that was a something. That was a uh, a uh, baseball thing, and there it is now in the Hall of Fame. It is. It is. So uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, and as you remember, Espo, Espo has been a member of this this show, and we've we've enjoyed many Thanksgiving. Before yes. on this show, and we have a list of favorite of audio that we play. There's only one Thanksgiving oh, yeah. piece of audio that we play, and I thought, cause you're here and we're in that Thanksgiving orbit, we're gonna play it for you now. Oh, the humanity! The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> there it is. Les Neslin, Mr. Carlson, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. That's right. Live that is my witness. Les, Les Nesman. Yeah. yeah. That, it's a classic. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. Oh, the humanity. Uh, yeah, that's it. We we have to we have to watch and or listen to that every year. It is a tradition, and we do. And I'm glad that we did again here on uh, the 13th of November. A little a little early, but we'll take it. As you said, I, I will not be here next week. Grody will be back in for himself next week. So uh, I'm glad we could listen to a little WKRP today. Yes. Well, we need to. Um, and and we did. So Alex Caruso is a paid endorser. He's an ambassador for a line of clothes called Travis Matthew. One word, the M in Matthew is capitalized. I I did not, did you know this? Did you know that no, he had I, anything to do with it? I did well, not. Well, we're all, yeah, I didn't, I did not either. So he's got a list of, of Travis Matthew. This is from, because I follow the diva on, uh, she works at E! Channel. And so yeah. I follow the news and they did this all of a sudden, Alex Caruso, the, a cult hero, right? I mean, the, the sure. This makes this makes some sense that you would you would you would want to sign this guy. He's he's his following is bigger and bigger. Was you know his following includes LeBron James, by the way. He's a big fan. So now he's a Bulls hero, and 
he lists five things that are Travis Matthews that that there's some of which from Travis Matthews, but the one of them is like the cloud hoodie. It's plush and fleece, and it's a it it looks nice, right? On on nice looking male models, everything looks nice, and then and that goes for one thirty five, and then there's the manscaped lawnmower that Mark Cuban invested in as a, on a, during a Shark Tank episode. And okay. one of the things about this, for by the way, $90 at Macy's, $90 at Target, uh, a wireless charging system and a 90-minute runtime. I'm thinking if you need more than 90 minutes to Manscaped, you might have You're bigger problems than affording the, <laughs> the tool, but that's just me. Yes. One of the other things on Alex Caruso's list is tonal. You know, that training, this the build is the world's smartest home gym and personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Mark down to 2745. Mark for those down. of you for there those you of go. you who haven't been fined for taunting, you might have that kind of money around. <laughs> That's Alex Caruso. Well, and now, and now I'm here on the Travis Matthew website, and they have a section for called the Athlete, where they have, you know, here are their endorsers that are. Uh, oh, you know, I did not go that this. far. Yeah. Well, well, let me tell you. In addition to Alex Caruso, we've got the always handsome Jimmy Garoppolo on there. We have uh, veteran Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan, and Ooh. free agent, free agent uh, shortstop Corey Seager, along with Caruso. Those are the four pictures I am looking at on the athlete section of. Travis Matthew. Is it appropriate to sing one of these things is not like the other ones? <laughs> yeah, you might, yes. I mean, might. let's let, go over the names again. Matt Ryan, he was in the Super Bowl. They lost that Super Bowl, but he was in the Super yep. Bowl, right? Yep. Corey Seager Corey. won a World yep. Series, right? Yep. Jimmy G. G. Jimmy G was in a Super Bowl. No, he wasn't. Yep. Yeah, he, sure was. he was. Wait, what? Yeah, he, he was. was. That's right. Bill Belichick said no more. So, yep. and then Alex Caruso, but he won with the Lakers, right? He was part of a LeBron. It just wasn't that, I don't know, not a quarterback, not a shortstop, not, okay. But whatever, well, and, that's and, Alex Caruso. He's a cult hero in Chicago, and every bit of he's, he's Nocioni. He's, he's got the whole Nocioni <laughs> vibe going. That he does. That he does. And uh, So, I had mentioned, I know you're a big music fan. Neil Young, in 19... 19- 89. By the way, Neil Young is a, a big San Jose Sharks fan, Canadian-born Neil Young. <laughs> I have seen that, yes. So in 1989, Neil Young was part of a uh, U.S.-Russia cultural exchange. This note comes from our our uh, cult, cult zeitgeist friend, Carl Quintanilla of CNBC. So Neil Young is part of a U.S.-Russia cultural exchange, and the thing falls apart. This is in 1989. Russia would also fall apart. But... The thing fell apart. His guitarist said, this is the quote, man, I guess we're just going to have to keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> Young said, Poncho, that's a good line. I'm going to use that. Neil Young, you born 76 years ago today, wrote, rocking in the free, keep on rocking in the free world. Did you know that story? That I that's had what never it came heard- out of? Nope, I had never heard that story. I know at the time they were doing a lot of, uh, you know, the, you had the bands, you had Paul McCartney, I know, played in Russia. Russia. You had a mm-hmm. uh, uh, rock for Russia, like a, a headbangers ball type uh, metal tour with like Motley Crue and Bon Jovi, and I forget what it was called, but that was also in the late 80s. But I had not heard that. And uh, Rockin' in the Free World, still a concert staple, not only for Neil Young, but Pearl Jam plays it all the time. In concert. I did not know that. I did not know. It's a great song. You know, it's absolutely in, and as long as yeah. you're in the free world, you you play it. You you do that. That's the way it goes. That's right. So this was <laughs> this is just so this is Aaron Rodgers esque in, in some ways. But there was are your kids Mighty Ducks fans? Do you show them the movie? Show them the, the, the series? They have they have not seen the movie. They may have seen the series, but I mean they're not big fans one way or the other. So there's oh okay so there's a 
there are TV seasons of of the Mighty Ducks, Game Changer mm -hmm. season two. So Emilio Estevez is not returning for the second season. Now he's not returning over the vaccine requirement to shoot the thing. So Gordon, your coach, is not going to be there. So to connect these dots, Emilio Estevez is quitting a show about being a good teammate because he doesn't <laughs> want to be a good teammate over vaccine mandates. That is art imitating stupidity. That's just... I could... I, I never would have... I should have expected that. But on a happier Hollywood note, Catherine O'Hara, we're all big fans, right? Catherine O'Hara? We are. We love Catherine O'Hara. She's a treasure. I... She needs to be protected the way Betty White is, right? She needs to live that long. She's Catherine That's right. Is, is Betty White 100? She's closing in on 100, is she not? She, she is closing in on 100, and she needs to be bubble-wrapped. That's Betty right, bubble with Jack wrap. Peterson's necklace. That's right. Yeah, with, it, with the pearls, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Catherine O'Hara has done so many wonderful things and been honored with for the show that his name I'm afraid to pronounce with Eugene Levy, Levy and, and uh, uh -huh. Eugene Levy one, and his son. Right? And it's just, it was spectacular. Yeah. About a creek. And yes, <laughs> she was magic. She was magic before that. You just, her filmography, her shows going back to, especially to second city, uh, not second city. Why am I blowing this? Not second city. Uh, the the Canadian one. Um, I'm mixing, missing it up, too, where Dan Aykroyd, they all came from SCTV. SCTV. Right? Um, I guess it is somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Where, yeah. And she was in, every every kid knows she was Kate McAllister in Home Alone. Yep. She was the mom. That one, that one definitely gets watched a thousand times in my house during the holidays. For sure. Well, by the case. I have to hand it to Chase, Chase Bank, the Chase credit cards, because they have a they have a freedom unlimited card. And you may have seen the campaign where where Kevin Hart's yelling and, you know, yep. why, I, why are you yelling? Because that's what I do. And, he, and he's been their <laughs> spokesman. Right. Yep. So somebody had the I think is a brilliant idea. And it's a great commercial. It's a great commercial. Catherine Hart and Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> yells Kevin. They're in a mall. She can't find him. And she's screaming Kevin like she's talking about. Kevin McAllister, not at the airport. He's home alone. I think it's just a great adaptation. And anything that brings us more Catherine O'Hara is worth it. It's great. It's a brilliant idea. And that's what she's... Have you seen it's the commercial? Very... I saw. I literally saw it for the only time yesterday. Coincidentally, I did not know we were doing this today. And it is like I didn't know Kevin Hart was coming out, so I'm I'm sitting there waiting for like Macaulay Culkin or something to come out, and then right. Kevin Hart, and then they and then they do the you know the punchline of the ad, uh, um, and I thought the exact same thing. I'm like that is extremely well done. It is. It's a great thought. Kevin, I love that. Kevin. Yeah. So, anyways, before we before we take a break, and we will bring you the Justin Fields interview after this. Mark Mark Hamill is a Twitter god in my world. He's just a is a funny guy and and he, he does, he's great. wonderful. Yep. So somebody tweeted out. I bet Mark Hamill could tweet absolutely nothing and get over twenty thousand likes. And quite frankly, I'm okay with that. Mark Hamill is one of the coolest, nicest people on the planet. And then there's a big red heart emoji. So indeed, Hamill himself tweeted the words absolutely nothing and got. <laughs> How many likes do you think he got? Remember, this guy said he could tweet absolutely nothing and get over 20,000 likes. 100,000. 121.9 thousand as yep. of last count. And, and, <laughs> that is, isn't that great? And I, and I agree with you. I enjoy Mark Hamill very much on Twitter. And uh -huh. uh, this nugget, as I, of course, went down the wormhole as soon as I said about Betty White. Betty White will turn 100 years old on January 17th. So two more months. It should be a national holiday. It's a, she's a treasure. 
She is a treasure. She is a treasure. She All was right. a golden girl 40 years ago. Now she's golden <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> She was Sue Ann Nivens. It was just, man, that is one of the great all-time roles. She is just spectacular. As is Catherine O'Hara. We have our favorites here. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, um, we have a Justin Fields interview for you. He did with Parkins and Spiegel. And Matt Spiegel got into the whole dog coat thing that has become a whole Twitter drama. So we'll we'll bring you up to date on that. This is Saturday Suckage. Steve Rosenblum, Mike, Mike Esposito, Chicago Sports oh. Radio, 670 The Score. Okay, so... Thanks for listening to Saturday Suckage. That's Mike Esposito over there. He was sitting in for Mark Grody, who was sitting in for Mike Esposito, who was sitting in for Jordan Burnfield, who was sitting in for Wayne Randazzo, who was sitting in for somewhere back to Brian Peruk. And then Zach Withers popped up, piped up and wondered <laughs> who's producing where. So <clears throat> Trash Panda, who cut a new open, actually cut the old open in half, and he called it a new yeah. open. And then he's in for, Brandon Fryer's in for Trash Panda, who's in for Zach Withers, and, and they wanted to know the the lineage. And it's good. I'm not sure the producers, but I know between, before Zach Withers was Brett Lyons. In, in there was a Rick Camp at some point in time. And yeah. I know it, the lineage traces back to Mel Michaels, and you can verify that with Lawrence Holmes. I'll tell you that much. Wow. So that's... That, I can't connect all those dots. I'm sure there's some holes there, but tough. But we, we suck. That's, that's what I'm that's telling it. you about it. Yeah, that's it. We'd like to thank our guests, but I don't want to list them. And uh, <laughs> we're going to bring you an interview that that uh, Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel did with Justin Fields, your interim quarterback for the Bears, your interim hero, your sole reason for watching this team the rest of the year. Mike Esposito is in for Grody. Thank you, Mike, for sitting in. And we presume it, Mark will be back uh, unless he comes to his senses. It, it has been a pleasure, my friend, and uh, good to be on with you again. And, uh, yes, I think Grody will be back in for himself uh, effective next week. So. All right. All right. Take care. Say hi to the multi-hued, the multi-haired Stacy, and, uh, and we'll bring you this from uh, this Justin Fields with Parkinson Spiegel. And we are absolutely thrilled to welcome back to the show the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. He's with us on behalf of Duncan and Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago, November 15th for National Philanthropic Day, 5 a.m. to noon. Duncan will donate $1 to Lurie Children's for every large or extra large hot coffee sold. Justin, man, thank you so much for the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing very, very well. Uh, saw saw on the internet that you're down in Florida with Brandon Marshall. So what's uh, what's up for you in the bye week? Uh, yeah, I just kind of came down to Florida, of course, to get out of that cold weather. That's uh, going uh, down to Chicago right now. So kind of just to get away a little bit. And, um, you know, just to kind of change the scenery up. And, of course, I uh, visited, you know, House of the Athlete, uh, Brandon Marshall's gym, and got an opportunity to meet him in person and, uh, you know, got to work out there. So it's been awesome. That's cool. Are, so far. are you going to be on the I Am Athlete um, podcast, Justin? Um, I don't think so. Maybe in the future, though, but not anytime soon, I'm, I don't think. So. Yeah, th- th- those guys are crazy. That, that, that would be fun, I'm sure. Hey, man, if you think this is cold for Chicago, like it's going to be – it might be a little bumpy for you the next couple of months. You're prepared, though. Columbus wasn't that bad, right? Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't that bad. But, you know, when it first turns cold, you know, it's, it's more cold. So I just have to, of course, get my body – stuff used to that weather then of course you know on the back end of winter when it's about to turn spring when it's 40 degrees outside 45 degrees and of course that'll feel hot to me so it's just you know a matter of adjusting to the weather you know people want to get to know you man how i remember there was a profile piece on you around the draft and you were like just looking forward to coming to chicago exploring the city figuring out how are you liking living in chicago right now yeah i mean i like it uh i live kind of close to the facility so away from the city so it's nice you know kind of uh, kind of like me growing up, really kind of just quiet, you know, not not really much going on. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome. And, of course, you know, the city's amazing and um, stuff like that. So the people are great. And um, I, I've, I've enjoyed my time here a lot. Hey, Justin, we were talking before the show. It's like when I was 22, I was working at a hardware store, playing a lot of Tecmo Super Bowl. I was chilling a lot. I was not leading 
anybody. You know, um, you have yeah. teammates. You have teammates in that huddle who are 30. Jason Peters is 53, I believe. I could be wrong about that. but <laughs> No, nah, my man's not 53. <laughs> he's not that old. No, no, he's not that old. But how do you command respect in that huddle as a 22-year-old young man? What's the secret to commanding respect from those guys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, uh, going out there every day in the facility, showing those guys that you care, showing them how much, you know, the sport means to you and, you know, just how much you want to win. So I think once they see that and once they see you, you know, making plays on the field, then they really start believing you and, and, and trusting you more and more. So that's kind of been, you know, my plan and what I've been doing, you know, since I've got there, just trying to show my teammates, show, show my coaches, you know, how much I want to win and how uh, great I want to be. That, that makes all the sense in the world. You know, Cole Komet has talked about how you've been a little bit more assertive at, at practices, and, and you've talked about getting on Zooms with the wide receivers and working on routes. Has that assertiveness with teammates connected to being more decisive on the field as we've watched you be more decisive on the field? Uh, I would just say, you know, that more decisiveness, I, I think that's just, you know, coming with time and me getting used to, the, the uh, you know, just the, the, the game and uh, how the NFL, how the game of football is, is played in the NFL. You know, it's, it's a little bit different. You can't really, you know, stand stand back in the pocket like Cods and sit, sit back there for four or five seconds. You have to, you know, just take what the defense gives you and, um, you know, get those five, six yards and move on to the next play. So the game's a lot different than it was in college for sure. It seems from our untrained eye that you're just making unbelievable strides like week to week to week. How much do you feel like you are learning by being out there playing every week, Justin? Yeah. I think I'm, you know, learning a lot and, you know, I'm going to continue to learn. So me just being out there, you know, me being able to see different defenses and kind of how they work and operate, I think just the more and more uh, I'm out there, the easier it is for me to see, you know, defenses and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, from the first game I was thrown into to up, up until this point now, I've, I'm seeing things a lot more clear. And, you know, um, of course, the playbook, I have more reps with, you know, you know certain plays, so I'm more comfortable uh, running certain plays, so it's it's been great. Did it feel like something clicked for you and Allen Robinson in the Pittsburgh game? I mean, yeah, uh, you know, a Rob. I think me and his uh, connection are you know growing more and more uh, each week. Um, you know, like I said, we've been meeting um, just as a tight end, quarterback, receivers, and running back. Just you know, on pass plays the night before the game, over you know recent practice, recent practices we had over the week and stuff like that. So kind of just talking with him through that and, you know, making sure that we're on the same page, I, I think it's definitely um, getting our chemistry up for sure. Hey, Justin, we had a chance to talk to Mike Vick last week, you know, on the short list of the most exciting athletes of, of our lifetimes, obviously. And he yeah. mentions, he mentioned something. Um, well, first of all, you must've been a huge fan growing up in, in Georgia. Like, yeah, you, I was. You were, right? I was. But so he, he mentioned something that I can't stop thinking about how like, running and getting a first down running changed his like confidence level in everything with the passing like and watching you run for a first down does that then make you even more confident in the passing game and just everything you got to do it seems to be working together like that uh i would say sometimes but for me you know just running and kind of getting mobile and active a little bit i think that just you know puts me more into the game more and kind of really just gets me i guess in the game more but you know, being a quarterback is different from all of the other positions. You know, we kind of can't really have that rah-rah energy. Of course, you know, some guys can, but I tend to kind of have my energy uh, calm and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I think just running and, you know, maybe getting hit once or twice, that'll be like, all right, now I'm ready to play. And it, and it kind of wakes you up a little bit. So, of course, you know, running uh, definitely gets the blood going a little bit and uh, gets, gets me going. So, yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Was Mike your guy growing up, and what's it like to have a relationship with him now? Yeah, he was. I mean, I remember eight years old, seven, eight years old, wearing his cleats. Uh, you know, I, I, I had to get his cleats when I was younger. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the most electric players that I've seen play in my lifetime. So um, I talk to him every now and then. So it's, it's, it's always great hearing from him and just, you know, the advice that, that he gives me. Have you picked his brain or like who who do you go to for advice? Obviously, you've got your coaches and your teammates in that quarterback room, but who who do you mm-hmm. go to for advice, Justin? Uh, yeah, of course, you know, Nick and Andy, um, them, just having those guys there every day. But I would say a quarterback that's not on our team that's in the league right now is uh, Cam Newton. I've known Cam 
since my junior year of high school. So uh, he actually called me, I think, either last week or the week before that, and we had a good little chat. So, um, you know, whenever uh, I need some advice or something like that, I'm always able to reach out to Cam, and uh, he's, he's always ready to talk. So You must be thrilled that he's back in Carolina. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm excited for him, and um, I hope he does well. For sure. We're talking to Justin Fields here, Parkinson Spiegel, on the score on behalf of Duncan and Lurie Children's on November 15th, 5 a.m. to noon, $1 donated to Lurie Children's for every large or extra large hot coffee sold. Uh, you know, Speaks was asking you about you as, uh, you know, a leader at 22 with older teammates. I'm curious about what motivates you. You know, are you the type of guy that you want to prove anyone who said anything about you at the draft or who passed on you? Are you, are you the type of guy who wants to, like, prove the doubters wrong? Or how do you get motivated? Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's definitely one thing about it. I like doing that. Um, I just like proving people wrong. I like proving myself right. And, um, you know, just the stuff that I'm able to do, I think, you know, just my competitive spirit just, you know, allows me to keep pushing and keep, you know, thriving to be great every day. So um, I think it's, you know, all, all of those um, really just into one thing and just you know, proving people wrong, proving myself right, and also wanting to you know, be great and wanting to uh, expand my potential. So what's one that sticks with you? Like what, what's a slight or something that sticks with you that you think about as a chip on the shoulder? Um, you know, it's, it's just a, a bunch of stuff, you know, mixed up about how they say our offense, you know, isn't as good and stuff like that. And, of course, we've had a couple of rough games this year, so just hearing everybody's mouth that, you know, that talks bad about us. That's that's just a little bit of uh, motivation for, you know, myself and my teammates. Wow. So 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 all of you, that's not that's not about you. That's about your teammates. It's about the coaches. It's about everybody in your mind. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, um, I think my teammates get motivated by me. And, um, you know, uh, to be honest, those two performances that we had early in the year, that was just, just embarrassing. So, uh we knew that, you know, we couldn't stay like that. So, I mean, just every day I practice, we're trying to, you know, get better and uh, work hard. So, yeah. Hey, hey, Justin, we love that you talked to the refs about the roughing the passer. That that, that you said you said to them, oh, Big Ben just got that call. What, what's up with that? How did, how did that interaction go? Like, were they responsive? Because you're going to have to do that. As a quarterback, you're going to have to establish relationships like that with the refs. Yeah, I mean, he was. But, um, you know, it's just me talking to him and, you know, kind of picking his brain and, and, and see what he saw. But uh, if you, you know, don't talk to him, then they're going to think that, you know, you agree with him. But, of course, you have to let them hear, uh, you know, what you thought that happened on the play respectfully and not, you know, get too disrespectful with it because then you don't want to get on the rest bad side. And then, you know, anything happened when you're on the rest bad side. So you definitely want to, don't want to do that. But um, just approach the ref, you know, respectfully and kind of just talk to him about, you know, the play that, that just had happened. Did you see that call Lamar got last night? They barely touched him. He got the call. He got the flag. Yeah, I know. I know. It's 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 crazy to me, but you know, it's football. So we'll see. Yeah, man, that'll be you in a year or two. Uh, so, Justin, yeah. you know, our audience wants to get to know you a little bit, right? Like, uh, so I got some quick hitters here for you for let Bears fans know you a little bit. So, like, after a long day. You've watched every piece of film you could possibly watch. We know you like to chill mm-hmm. with Uno, the dog. But outside of chilling with your dog, what's something else that you do to decompress and relax? Yeah, I just usually uh, hop on my PlayStation uh, with my best friend from high school, and we usually uh, hop on the game for like 30 minutes or to an hour. So uh, that's kind of what I do to kind of decompress and get away from football for the, for the night. What's your game of choice? I usually play uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Or I play a little bit of uh, Rocket League, so those are my uh, two that I've been playing lately. Are are, are you public out there? Are you, can people go challenge you and find you on PlayStation? Nah, not really. See, I'm I'm not as good as you know some guys out here. You know, I just play it for fun. But um, you know, some of these guys in the league, I mean, they're crazy at uh, Call of Duty. Like Tariq Cohen, he's 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 amazing at uh, Call of Duty, and then David Montgomery also is he's a pretty good player too. So um, I'm not as good as those guys, but uh. I'm all right, so I choose to just, you know, play privately and, you know, uh, not do as well in, in private rather than public. You got any superstitions or, like, game day rituals or pregame meal, anything like that? Uh, no, not really. I just, you know, make sure I uh, pray before every game and, you know, uh, thank God for giving me the opportunity to be able to play. So that's the only, you know, pregame ritual that I have. How's, how's Uno doing? Uh, how's Uno liking the weather and, and, and adjusting to Chicago? 
He's doing good. He's doing good. Um, you know, of course, my man is having a hard time adjusting to the weather. I feel like every time I take him out in the morning, he's always shivering and stuff. So I got to give him a, a coat here coming up soon. But um, he's he's been good, and you know, he 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 loves the new backyard. So he's uh been awesome. Oh, that's nice. Are you okay being a being a, a guy with a dog with a coat? You you all right being a dog coat person, Justin? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't mind it. It's it's it's, it's for the dog, so. <laughs> just, just making sure my man stays warm. That's true. Well, the last time we had you on, I don't know if you remember, but I told you that uh, I had been prepared to trade my dog Omar for a franchise quarterback. And when I told Omar that we were having you on, he said, tell Justin thank you because I took him off the trade block because just based on how you've been playing recently, it feels like we got a franchise quarterback, so now Omar doesn't need a new home. So on behalf of my dog, Justin, he thanks you. <laughs> Tell him I said, no problem, of course. Glad I can help out. All right. Hey, you know, in terms of motivation, by the way, you were talking about, like, what people slight for the team or anything like that. Uh, you know you get the Packers again, and for the last 30 years or something, they've had the upper hand in that rivalry. So I don't, I don't know if what Rodgers said or anything like that motivated you. It's certainly pissed off the city, but I know it's one game at a time. But was that, is that something that motivates you going forward to maybe tilt that rivalry back in Chicago's favor? Just know it'll be back on our side very soon. Sooner than later, for sure. It'll Sooner than later, for sure. That's Justin, awesome. man, uh, what made you partner with Duncan and Lurie Children's? This is a very cool initiative that's happened in November 15th. Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, with Duncan um, donating uh, $1 from every large or extra large cup of coffee um, on Monday, um, it's, it's, it's awesome to see uh, them helping the community out and, you know, the people at Lurie Children's Hospital. Uh, just the way they connect with those uh, children at the hospital, I actually got a chance to talked to a few kids at Larry Children's Hospital last week. So, you know, just having that opportunity, you know, to talk with their families and kind of, you know, change up their routine and uh, just, you know, just to kind of give them hope and kind of, you know, just switch it up for them was amazing for me. And, you know, anytime I get an opportunity to help out in the community, I uh, always jump on it. So it's been great for me. And I think, you know, Duncan and Larry Children's are, are doing a great uh, thing. So that's uh, really the big reason why I hopped on this opportunity. Hey, Justin, my, my son had his appendix taken out at Lurie Children's. It is absolutely a great place. They took beautiful care of him. So you, you've partnered with some good ones. And thanks again for your yes, time, sir. man. No problem. Justin, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.